Welcome to Probably Science. I am Andy Wood. I am Matt Kirsch, and we are missing Brooks Whelan today. Missing Brooks, yeah. I think he's still uh, devastated from the fact that some people did actually turn out to vote last week. He was yep. so crushed, his stop-the-vote campaign was, was a failure that he couldn't come this week. Oh, are we going to be honest about what, what day this is? Are we... How about that election that happened last week, huh? I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy that Romney won, Congratulations guys. to Romney and our lizard overlords, or... Or bad luck, Romney, Obama got you again. We'll just yep. edit in whichever we'll ones. Edit, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be recording this a couple of days before the election. That is, that is possible. I can neither confirm nor deny that. It's kind uh, of crazy, isn't it, how Hulk Hogan won the writing <laughs> vote? Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that, but, you know, people like what they like. It's weird. America gets the leader it deserves. Maybe we, went, maybe we are in the future and we went into a time machine to the two days before the election. But then we already knew what happened. Why would we be talking about it like this? Because and we probably... I, I, I'm going to say, if I went on a time machine and went to before the election that I knew the results of, I'd probably be at the bookmakers placing bets rather than... Is that a thing you can do in Vegas? They must be They must be taking bets on the election, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can absolutely. You can place bets on anything. Right. But yeah. for money, though? Yeah. No, 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 no. Like Vegas is mostly strip tease now. <laughs> <laughs> There's strip poker, strip horses... Really? Yeah, yeah. Strip greyhound racing, everything. Like any any <laughs> any sporting event, they'll be like, "Oh, the Mets won. You need to remove your trousers or whatever." It's just that's how it works now. So if your team wins, you have to put on more layers of clothing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why it's an advantage to be in a in a warm in a cold place. I but lo- then, I the lost colder the climate, f- the more the more you want to win. Right. I but- lost my favorite members only jacket because of Mondel Ferraro. God damn those two. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I don't understand the reference. It was just an 80s brand in an 80s election. No, I That's know. how the comedy was put together on that one. Oh, oh Ferraro. Oh. oh, Geraldine Ferraro? It would have been, would have been our first um, female VP if she, had, if she had won. I don't know much. I don't remember. I was like conscious during the 84 election. I was seven years old. I don't remember a thing about it. 88, I remember a lot of because I was watching SNL, and there was a lot of uh, John Lovitz as, as Dukakis stuff. And yeah. That was when Dana Carvey started the the Bush impression, which I still contend is a horrible impression, but it became <laughs> everyone else's impression of Bush just became their impression it's of Dana Carvey. amazing when one person just gets the stand. Like it, yeah, he just decided that's what it that's, is. That's how you do this character. Wouldn't be prudent. Like, that <laughs> doesn't sound like him at all. That's back when there were three channels, so people just knew, like, oh, this is what's funny, because this we, is on the comedy yeah. show. That's we'll we'll watch this rather than the other two things, so now that's how this president speaks. <laughs> right. yeah. By we, the way, that's, this is the voice of Taylor Williamson, our guest this week. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. It's been a soft, this is kind of a, a mellow episode. We're just kind of, like, smoothing our way into things today. What is no, that? I don't know what that means. We're just not, no, no big grandiose introductions. I'm not listing off your credits. But if I wanted to, I could say, uh, I first saw you on Last Comic Standing, where you were very funny. Oh, thank That's where you. I first became aware of I you. I beat Matt Kirshen. <laughs> was it the same? It wasn't the same year. It was wasn't it? the same year, no, but he's, no. he beat me in spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I did the show, and then I saw him in the bathroom, and I and I and I uh, punched him in the face. That's true. I did have. I was actually there for the semifinal that you did because I just happened to be. I remember where I was, but I was just for some reason I was nearby and then came to the show. I did see him actually see him in the bathroom. Uh, it's, he, it's ripping really? at a urinal, then you look over like, oh hey Matt Kirshen, <laughs> I haven't seen you in That's three Kirshen. years. It's not that weird because that's where I hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Which yeah. what were the venues where you guys were doing your last comic standings? Is which theaters were they taping them at? The world famous Alex Theater that's in a, Glendale. That's funny because I've I've had a job for the last four months, like a block or two from there. And whenever I walk by, I think about yeah. I when I saw that season or those seasons when they're using that theater, I'd never been to Glendale. I didn't know. 
I was like, is this a famous theater? No, it's just some theater in Glendale. They just paid a big promotional fee to have these swooping crane shots of historic yeah. Alex Theater. I mean, it's a very pretty theater, but it's, it's weird to have... I guess that's LA. There's so many massive... There's loads of theaters all across the city. But there's, yeah. It's a weirdly big theater to be in Glendale. Oh, is it pretty big? It's pretty, it's pretty chunky, yeah. And for, the, like, for our it's listeners... It's chunky. Just, <laughs> chunky, yeah. It's a... It's it's a it's a girthy theatre, <laughs> but it's a. <laughs> oh. uh, That's what counts in a theatre. But yeah, Glendale's girth. just you know <laughs> it's not acoustics. It's not. <laughs> Glendale's a sort of pleasant suburb of LA. It's it's it's, it's very, not really known oh, for anything. I've heard that it has Armenians. very very low crime because the Armenians take care of business, like. On their own, yeah. It's vigilante justice. Right. Things don't get reported. So like, oh, that'll be like in a, like Belfast, Northern Ireland, was one really was. It's still a very safe city as long as you're not directly involved in any of the paramilitary groups because they because yeah all the petty crimes kept down and that's kind of a good thing but really isn't. I like how there's multiple cities in uh, in Ireland and the UK. I always forget. Wait a second. UK includes Northern Ireland. UK in- includes Northern Ireland, yeah. which is what a lot of the fighting's about as to whether or not right. it should. But anyhow, so over there in all those places, uh, there's like multiple cities that have a version of that act when you cut someone's mouth back to their ear you know there's like more than one city that has it's like that's the glasgow green or that's the like glasgow uh kiss. yeah the, but there's like multi- oh no, glasgow kisses a headbutt like you just put glasgow before anything and that's just a violent <laughs> action but there's also like an irish i feel like an irish city or maybe an english city that has like that same thing is like the like different cities are wishing they could lay claim to this thing where you cut <laughs> someone's mouth back to their ear like yeah. joker style that's, that's the barry st edmunds ha-ha yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the Liverpool grin, the Glasgow smile, yeah, smi- yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, I wish I had more. I think the Glasgow smile was actually the name of a strip club. Oh yeah, <laughs> the vertical Glasgow smile. How about the Grand Rapids grin? The Grand Rapids <laughs> Doctor grin. Doctor grin. Doctor grin. That's, That's why we got his name. That. Yeah, he would. <laughs> That's why know. Grand Rapids Comedy Club is called that. It's because every every so often. It's, it's like every think, the tree of the tree of comedy must from time to time be uh, fed with the blood of the mouths of comedians who have been. Co- it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well as the other version of that saying. It doesn't but, quite uh, sound like the prophecy it was was. No, no. I'm going to uh, Milwaukee four days ago. Have you been there at that club? <laughs> I, I I have not. I've only ever done one show in Milwaukee, and it was a one night thing. Oh look at you! Think you know, better than me. Do you know the beer that made that city famous? Happy Days beer. Schlitz, the beer that made Milwaukee famous. That's a, that was just their slogan. How do you know so much about Milwaukee? I used to live in uh, Chicago when I was five, oh, five years old. I didn't really learn much. My uncle lives in Milwaukee, though. And actually, I drove out there to audition for Jeopardy when I was in high school. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys this? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was like my lifelong goal to be on Jeopardy. And uh, yeah, if you just send in the self-addressed stamped envelope, I think you'll get an invitation to come out to one of these things that they'll have at four different locations around the country. And it's like, if you want to drive yourself out there, knock yourself out. And uh, my parents drove me from Ann Arbor to Milwaukee, and it was hard. Like, Teen Jeopardy always looks pretty easy. The questions, I feel like, are easier than the adult version. But the tryout thing, they just popped in this videotape. There was a room of, like, 50 of us, and they just rattled through questions real quick. It wasn't... um, And you just filled it out on paper. Yeah, you just filled out 50 questions, and they were damn hard, and you didn't have much time to think about them. Um, The only one I can remember was that that I got correct was uh, this element, also known as Wolfram, is primarily exported from, I don't know, somewhere. And I just remembered that tungsten was W in the periodic table, so... 
Right. I had that one right. Everything else was like way over my head. I was like, this is this is like bait and switch. They make the questions to get in hard. You might have told us about this before, actually. Yeah, okay. Well, apologies, apologies. To any, yeah. apologies to any probably science listeners if we have heard this, if re- not. Repeating bastard. Are you a did trivia you, buff at all, Taylor? Did, did you have to write in what is for every answer? <laughs> that would have been even more annoying. That was just one word answers for everything. Oh. So it's like you're not even learning the real meat of the game because if you do it that way, you're going to forget once you get on the show to... And by the way, they should just get rid of that, that what thing, the, the question format, because like the way they have to convolute the answers to make it be a question. What might once have been the, the War <laughs> yeah, of the Roses. It doesn't matter. Just get rid of it. It's such an arbitrary, yeah. And they never work if you reverse them. You know, it's never like um, if someone said to you, hey, wh- hey what's, t- what's tungsten? Uh, this element, formerly known <laughs> yeah. as what's what's Denver? Uh, this city, home to the professional basketball. <laughs> like what? That, that's not what you I just go. No, it's just a, it's a city. It's a city. Yeah, in the it's north. a city in Colorado. What? <laughs> if that was how you played Jeopardy, like the answer comes up, <laughs> boom! It's a city in Colorado. Like, <laughs> what is Denver? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, just a, it's just a kind of soup. What are you, just <laughs> idiot? <laughs> it's just it's a kind of soup. What is mulligatawny? <laughs> what is mulligatawny? I'll take mulligatawny for 500. Is there a way to answer like, the question with the question that he is not the wrong answer, but it's like, what does he say that is not correct? What is, what is, uh, could you say like, what is? I guess you is, could go. Uh, the Cliff Clavin route when he was you on You Alex, why don't, why don't you just tell me some shit about something? <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, I mean, that, everything he says could technically be a legitimate that w- Has there been a smart ass where you, you just go like, will you please uh, tell me that uh, my answer is wrong? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there was an episode of Cheers where Cliff Clavin, the, the, postman, the, the, the guy yeah. who always has all the trivia, the stupid incorrect trivia, got on Jeopardy and he just swept it every category. The categories were like stamp collecting, living with your mother, celibacy. <laughs> it was a really funny episode. And then the, the final Jeopardy answer, he didn't have it all. And it was like, there were just three names. And um, he said, who are three people who have never been in my kitchen? And then he's like trying to fight Alex Trebek. He's like, it's true. None of them have been in the kitchen. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, so Taylor, you have, a new, you have a new comedy album out, if, I, if my research is correct, called Laughter. I hardly know her. Oh, By research, a, you mean the conversation we had with him just before? <laughs> Could be the website I'm looking at right now, too. Oh, that, what a funny title, by the way, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I like it. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> that wasn't sarcasm. <laughs> you made it sound like it was sarcasm. I mean, everything I say sounds sarcastic, and I don't think that's a good thing for anything besides my comedy act. Otherwise, people think I'm making fun of them when I say genuine, nice things. Also, I am sarcastic half the time. I'm very genuine, but I am silly and sarcastic a lot, too, so that I'm hard to read. I'm like a J.R.R. Tolkien book. (laughs) Are those hard to read? Are you thinking of James Joyce? No, they're so long. I read. I got oh, the Hobbit long, when okay. I was like ten, and then I got to page two, and I was. I looked at how many pages it was, and I was like, Ugh. "Fuck this shit." Yeah, I never got into those books. It's. It should have been in my wheelhouse. Like I was certainly nerdy enough, but they just never. That never spoke to me. Dungeons and Dragons was never. I was all about novelizations of Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> <laughs> I read the novelization of The Mask like three times. Oh my god! I had, I had the comic year. book version of it. Oh, the comic book was OG. The comic book was before the movie. Mm-mm. But not the one I had. The one I had was, <laughs> the one I had was definitely the comic book n- version of the film. Like it wasn't oh, just. Oh god, that's pretty cool. Then I read the comic book version of Darkman before I saw the movie Darkman. I got super excited about Darkman. Like I was telling everybody else in eighth grade. I remember. I think I might have told this story, but yeah, I, I repulsed this girl I had a huge crush on by like cornering her for half an hour and telling her how awesome Darkman <laughs> was going to be. And it was pretty good, actually, to be fair. But 
That's Liam Neeson, right? Liam Neeson, Sam Raimi, yeah. Liam Neeson's been hardcore forever. Like, yeah. We forget because he did. He's actually had a good, great career. He's had an incredible career. Aside from the whole uh, wife dying uh, of ski accident thing, it's been it's been great for him. Yeah. When was it she caught ski accidents? <laughs> well, I think past guest Mike Siegel's mother uh, introduced ski accident into the uh, public. <laughs> Did, uh, regular call listeners will know. Yeah, call, call back to a week ago where I found out that Mike Siegel's mum gave AIDS to to the world. Oh yeah. no, kinda or or helps to cure it. We're not sure which. Well, hey, it's cool to be the first for something. Right? right? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the creator be famous. She did something yeah. with her life. Like if you're the discoverer, then you guys have it named after you as well, which is really cool. Her middle name was AIDS. That's why they picked that. <laughs> Wait, are you guys being serious? <laughs> no, she's working on on preventing and stopping. Stopping or, the AIDS. Or did. We don't know if she still does that. By the way, I oh, like, okay. I like, she might have turned evil. Yeah. I like that I asked you, like, are you serious <laughs> that her mom create created AIDS? AIDS? Like, no, 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 we were being silly. Oh, okay. Well, Taylor, um, that only came up last week because we were asking Mike about his science background. His parents are scientists. Do you have any background in the sciences? I do. I'm very well educated in science. Really? Um, I took biology two and a half times in high school. <laughs> the <laughs> same level? Yeah. Um, what else? Science. Um... I uh, I have a joke about uh, where I talk about how a Magneto, the most powerful Jew of all time, is Magneto, uh-huh. and uh, he can attract metal things towards his body. And I talk about and then I make some jokes. And then I do a joke towards a chocolate coin, uh, uh, and then I go like, "Why isn't this working?" And then I got yelled out, "People, aluminum is magnetic." <laughs> And then I had someone email me saying, that's not true, actually. I tested it, so I was correct on that. That's a science, <laughs> that's a science background thing. Um, what else science background? Um, uh, in elementary school, I made um, my go-to, like, every year, we had to do some science thing. My go-to, like, I, I've already done this already, is uh, acid rain. Acid rain? Uh-huh. I, I would make acid rain. How do you? How do you? How does one make by by starting a factory and having poor pollution control? <laughs> you like pour like vinegar on your plants and then you write a report about it, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and it's like acid rain. And the other one was the two bottles. We put them on top of each other. Then uh, you make, it makes a tornado inside your water. Oh bottles. yeah, yeah. I do that all the time. Those right are now. cool. Every weekend. Don't we... you have to poke a hole in the bottom of one of the bottles so the air can get through, or will it still? You just tape two, two, like, two liters together and turn it upside down, and it <laughs> sure. goes tornado-wise? You know what I'm talking about? No. I've done Yeah. You, you take two bottles of water, like like liters, like uh, soda bottles, you know, like mm-hmm. the big ones, and then you do something that makes them... It's something so simple. I can simple. picture having done it also. I don't know what... And you twist it, yeah. and it has like the effect of like a toilet spinning or right. a hurricane. Right, so just to happen, like in the same way that water goes down a plug hole like that. Like, a, like, like I, that's what I was about to say, how water goes down a plug hole. <laughs> a plug hole? <laughs> Plug that hole. sounds like a British way of saying drain. Is that? Oh, is that not okay? Oh, no, every so often, every <laughs> I've been in this country for five years, and every so often I'll just say a thing. Cutlery was the other day. I've oh, you mean that. silverware? Cutlery is real. That's that's a real term that pe- that normal that normals over here in the U.S. would use. How do cutlery? you say the N word over there? <laughs> With panache. <laughs> you guys say schwarz. My my grandfather did, <laughs> and we stopped him. You know it's funny like, uh, it's a it's Yiddish for a black person, you know? Like my That's just the word black in but, yeah, right? but it's the connotation is the okay. N word. Okay. But well, you Jewish know, the same with the N words, just Latin for black. Oh, is I that guess true? That's true, yeah. Yeah. 
or it's related to, yeah. But like my grandma will just casually say, "Oh, there was a lot of Schwarzes in that neighborhood." Like you can't. She'll it's equivalent of saying, but she doesn't mean it like that. Yeah. But that's like again, it's like they have a lot of blacks. Yeah. Not like black people, just black. Even yeah, anything if you say Jews, it sounds bad. Whoa, whoa, bro. <laughs> whoa, you asked me to do your podcast. <laughs> Why, honestly? Can we, can, we, can we turn this off for a second? I don't know how All right, let's put this. Like, why? Right, mics are off. Mics are off. Is this, is this okay? Like, why did you say that? I'm so sorry, man. Should Dude, like, I came all the way. I came all the way to the valley to do this. Oh my God, this is and so I didn't know this would be anti-Semitism. I thought we were gonna talk about science. I thought I was gonna plug my album that's now available on iTunes. Oh man. And Amazon.com. I don't know, Matt. What should we do at this point? I think I it's guess, gone. I think it's. I think it's done. Hey, watch your right, Mike, well, Mike Siegel come back, huh? You know, if, <laughs> you mean last week's guest, Mike Siegel? From last week. I <laughs> saw his week. car in the driveway. <laughs> All right, this is officially the anti-Semitic episode. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Jews, pro or anti? I don't like you them. You two Jewish gentlemen. Not a fan. Oh, God, they're the worst. Seriously, like, yeah. they like, go like this a lot. I'm sure people listening people can relate. You're, you're, you're yeah. kind of shimmying with your hands. And you have to go around and visit their house, so, you know, a holidays and that kind of thing when your mum leaves you with them <laughs> right what happened to me, yeah. why are you talking about my mom again bro like, <laughs> oh, this is awkward you guys <laughs> oh my god like that thinly veiled anti-semitism like oh your mom's a jew i love uh, being an undercover jew like i have a perfect face my last name is williamson you know? oh my Come god on, look at this nose this is like the <laughs> the most nazi friendly nose ever yeah I, I i i'm pretty new i could i could go a lot of different ways ethnically i feel like you're pretty, I mean... Or am I pretty Aryan? Maybe I'm more Aryan than I, than I realize. You wish you could look Jewish. I wish, if only. I've been told I don't look Jewish, but I act Jewish, which is more offensive than being told yeah, to Jewish. Yeah, that is pretty, that's pretty bad. That's pretty offensive. So that's sort of going, you're quite stingy for a non-Jew. <laughs> <Yeah>. And whiny. <laughs> and any other stereotypes you want to chuck into the mix? So, uh, so, you, so beyond those two experiments, no real science background to speak of for Taylor Williamson. So do we, should we do the quiz? Let's do the quiz. Brooks, actually, Brooks Whelan, our usual co-host, uh, has invented this science quiz that um, whenever he's not here, I don't remember all the topics, but uh, let's start into it. Favorite scientist, go. Um, oh, man. Uh, Beekman's World. Beekman's World. <laughs> I forgot about that show. Right? That's the forgotten science show. Like, everyone talks about Bill Nye or Mr. Wizard, but... What happened to that guy? What about Beekman, uh, Jeff yeah. Corwin? Does he count? He's Who like is a, that? He's like an animal, animal planet guy. He's fucking Maybe. funny. He's funny. Like Jeff Corwin? He's like uh He's like a... He's a he's animal, animal planet. Like, he'll, he'll do, like, uh talking to oh not talking to animals but he was like we're here in africa this is a bug i found on the ground but he's hilarious is he the is he the inspiration for brian fellow the tracy morgan character <laughs> <laughs> no but that is pretty great it's one of my favorite sketches um, okay so what's your who's your least favorite scientist if jeff corwin or beekman's world are your favorites um least favorite scientist. least favorite scientist you know it's like it, this is what's going through my head right any now any jewish scientist right? any jewish scientist Automatically, <sighs> who's a Mangala? Mangala? <laughs> this is exactly what Mike Siegel picked. Oh man, we've had Mang- Mangala's come up a few times. But yeah, the more it happens, the more I'm beginning to think he just wasn't a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I was on board for a while, but because I mean, twins are creepy. But uh, mm-hmm. maybe the, maybe the experiments didn't go the way they should have gone. There should have been some more oversight. 
Uh, it's it's hard. This is hard because it's like I'm trying to I can't I'm trying to think of a genuine answer and a silly answer, but I can't think of genuine answers either because I don't know anything yeah, about yeah. it. You picked the wrong guest right. for this. Show. You obviously it's, ran it's out it's of people. Speed is a pop. The, okay. that more important Fav- thing. Favorite element. Uh, I'm not. This isn't my answer, but I'm sure people say the fifth trying to be funny, right? No one said that yet. I don't. No think. one said the fifth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the so fifth element. Mia Jovovich is your favorite. Good answer. Get it. Uh, yeah, favorite get, Australian. Get favorite Australian animal. Um, a wallaby. Wallaby, good answer. Thank you. Favorite constellation. Um, Pegasus. <laughs> is that sure, that's probably one. That seems like it would be one. Uh, what is the coolest experiment you've ever been part of? Um, I uh, I told j- jokes uh, to people in parks in South Dakota for a private company that makes grapple forks and rock buckets, and I learned that. <laughs> That's that's not a good thing to. I learned not to do that. <laughs> Grapple forks and rock buckets. Mm. What is? Wait, that did you have to write it up like an experiment in school in the sort of past tense passive? Well, I found out what happens. A when, comedian was put in a park. In a <laughs> I found out what happens when a, a Jewish comedian performs in a town. I said to the guy before the show, I "Was like, uh, do you guys have any Jewish people here?" He's like, "No, say whatever you want." <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "That's not what I meant. That's yeah. not where I was." Wow. <laughs> Going with that. Wow, that's great. That was an experiment, 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 and experience. Experiment, yeah. What is, and I'm hoping it's not the same as your previous answer, the largest explosion you've ever been a part of. <laughs> There's so many stupid answers I can give to you. I, Laura, oh, uh, one time my mom was really big on freezing things for no reason. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not like. Uh, Food or just stuff? Like, I, <laughs> did she I have superpowers? Buy, like, was she, did she, was she that kind of Jew that had, like, the freeze rays? Oh, wait. Hey. Is this getting... Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to do this again? We might have to call this off, guys. This might uh, She would freeze things for no reason. Like, she thought, like, she would freeze candy. Like, all my Halloween candy would be frozen. Really? I'm sure candy that's already... That's already hard. That's not... Mel- Whoa, hey, okay. That was my fault for thinking weird things with that. <laughs> uh... She would freeze the anyways. Uh, so she put Capri Suns in the freezer, yeah. and uh, maybe I don't know. She's thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna play soccer one day. I'll put it in the cooler or something." But yeah. it's still stupid because it's not gonna thaw for another three days. I don't know. Yeah. So I put a Capri Sun in the microwave to, to thaw it, <sighs> and it caught on fire. Then I threw it on the roof, <laughs> and it's I guarantee it's still on my roof. That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm gonna keep making my favorite joke in all of comedy is when you say something that was obviously a long time yeah, earlier. Yeah. That was that was today. That was this morning. That was, so I'm gonna do that like three more times today if that's okay. Okay. Or the misdirect that ends up with like "Thanks, Dad," <laughs> <laughs> and that was my mother. Yeah. Did they answer that's kind of an explosion. That's, that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've actually done. I thought you were going to say things being in the freezer caused because of the expansion of waters it freezes. Because I've done that recently. Like every time I uh, I. I like I don't for some reason I don't keep beer in the refrigerator. I should, and then I come home. I'm like, oh, I want a cold beer, but I don't want to wait all that refrigerator time. So I pop a couple in the fridge and put one in the freezer. And then you forget about it. And then I forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> it three hours later, there's Newcastle all over some chicken cutlets in the freezer. It's Cut- cutlery. Cutlery. It's chicken cutlery. Chicken is that what it, is that how you say knife in British? Cutlery. Yeah, the the word for knife in British is chicken cutlery. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, cool. I get that chicken cutlery out and give my Glasgow green. Yeah, how come we don't talk like that? Because that's Scottish. I, was that a good Scottish? It wasn't a very good no, Scottish. No, Matt. I mean, it was recognizably yeah. Scottish. It was 
can you can you tell the difference between different parts of uh, t- t- to me? There's yeah, I can. I can tell the difference between different parts of Britain. So you can can you can you understand what people are saying too? For the most part, yeah. So if you watch like a Simon Pegg film, you don't have to watch it with subtitles. Like <laughs> I, do. I mean, Simon Pegg's from pretty much where I live. <laughs> no joke. I watched Hot Fuzz for the first time, and it was. I was the third act. I was, which is so nice. Oh, but Hot Fuzz is set in the West Country as well. Like the, re- I couldn't understand. I had to watch. Uh, but it, I was grinning. The, I was. I loved everything about it. I was yeah. so giddy. I was giddy watching the third <laughs> part of it. I thought it was so funny. But uh, I have to watch it with subtitles though, because I genuinely don't understand. Not like, I don't understand the, what the words mean. I don't. I yeah. can't comprehend the ling- what their the language yeah. is being said. I understand that. Yeah. Am I a bad person? It sounds. No, you're just Jewish. Oh. Wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on a is that um, one time too many? Went to that well one too I many like times, dropping the mic. I feel like you're being serious now. Like <laughs> now we, it's getting we were real. obviously joking before because we're comedians. It's a silly show, but like I feel like now you genuinely actually do hate uh, it. Tony, this is not a silly show. <laughs> this is a science show. We're, we're, we're waiting for episode 46 to get real with the anti-Semitism. This was all just a okay, for, practice. Yeah. We're coming up on our 50th. It's going to be a year soon. I can't believe we've been doing this this long. Oh, mazel tovs. Huh? Hey, <laughs> so let's get into a story. Let's, let's do let's, it. Sure. Let's do it faster than, than last episode, but still at the 24-minute mark. Uh, what do you have for us, Matt? Well, I got a story about um, uh, some, they've done more studies on sh- great white shark mating, and it turns out there's this big cattle market that they all go to. Like, great white sharks, they weren't exactly sure how they went about mating, uh, and they finally got tags on enough of them that they could sort of follow them around. Because um, they, they didn't really know, because they spend loads of time in really remote waters, and they don't survive in captivity. And so they're quite mysterious, not much known about them. Uh, and they've used statistical analysis on the few that they had tagged. Uh, it seems like they have some breeding ground in East Pacific, and what happens is the males go there, they show off side by side in front of the choosy females, like a cattle market. So the women all line up, and then the guys sort of do tricks, and they sort of they have like a diving contest. <laughs> wow! Where they yeah they sort of they sort of dive up and down. And dick around, and the biggest, and the diving is. Does the, the article say dick around? Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean the article. In but, our in our professional estimation, this was. That's what the original scientist said, and then the article cleaned it up a bit. But I brought it back to what yeah. they. Uh, so they go up and down. Um, they go for a different kind. Uh, they go for a different kind of diving. They dive up and down up to five hundred meters and back again, day and night, often completing one hundred and fifty cycles within twenty four hours. Um. So the the girl gets to pick who she who the best diver is, and that's who she's going to make babies with. Yeah, and they and they the closer they are to the center of what they call the cafe, uh, the ma- the more they dive, and the males dive more than the females. Um, so there's almost no prey over there. So they deduce that it must be a mating ground. Uh, and it and it turns out like birds do something vaguely similar. They mate in a system known as a lek. The males establish territories next to each other, and the females move between them to pick their favorite. Um, the great whites might well be doing the same thing. Rapid diving and surfacing is a way to demonstrate their strength and ind- endurance. Uh, according to this article, just like ma- a man might show off his skills on the diving board of a hotel pool. <laughs> I don't know if there's any women in... If we have any female listeners uh, who have ever mated with a man on the basis of his extraordinary yeah. <laughs> hotel pool diving abilities. That splash was so big, I knew he had to get me pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. He has strength and endurance. <laughs> he held his breath for like 30 seconds. 
Wow. Hey, hey, Lenny put a baby in me. Hey, Sheila, Sheila, look at this. Sheila, Sheila. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, man. I was, did you see me? Did you see me jump off it? I'm, no, I'll go, I'll go again. I'll go back up again. <laughs> this is like how 13-year-olds think you get to have sex. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out it is how they could have sex with a shark. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. By the way, do they talk about whether sharks don't mate for, uh, they don't mate for life, of course, now. There's no paired up sharks. They don't like do the March the Penguin style stuff, right? No. Just hit it and quit. Just mate and then take off back. Yeah, they they seem to get in there and then they just, yeah, the, the shark's like a solitary thing, you know, man? Yeah, yeah, I can't like be tied down. They're polyamorous, that's official. Oh, okay. They're swingers. I, I figure this much. It seems like, yeah, they're, they're dicks in every other way. Why, why wouldn't they also be that? Have you guys heard about the shark attacks recently? There have been two shark attacks in California in the last week or two. Where? One of them killed somebody near here. Well, at San, uh, Santa Barbara. Like, on the way up to, um, I think just north of Santa Barbara, near this military base. Um, yeah, a guy got attacked by a great white and died. Then last week, um, I think in Eureka... Somebody got this 14-inch gash in his side from getting bit by a shark, and his his surfboard had the perfect bite taken out of the side, so that was so perfect that it just looked like a movie prop, like a fake thing. Like how could the shark have so perfectly gotten through with the entire board and not killed you in the process? Or yeah, it's not a good time to be surfing. I am starting to reconsider. It's so stupid. People say like, uh, like oh, you have a better chance of getting hit by lightning than by getting eaten by a shark. Yeah, but. You have zero percent chance of getting eaten by a shark if you don't go in the water. Yes, I think I'm a genius. Do you agree with me at all? You're gonna look really stupid when you get attacked by a shark at the farmers market tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, but if it's so statistically insignificant, it's still. I don't know. I still defend that. I still defend getting in the water as a safe thing compared to. Well, I will say, like driving out to the beach is definitely more dangerous than getting in the water. <laughs> right. So I also shouldn't be driving out to the beach. Because, yeah, I mean, the chances of a traffic accident killing you are obviously much, much higher. Or the chances of you, like I did, hitting your board. Like, I had an accident where a board hit me in the face, and that's much more likely to happen than a yeah, shark Yeah, your face attack. was smashed in for a while. Yeah, I broke my nose last oh summer and got stitches around my eye and stuff. But, um, so, I mean, yeah, that's another argument against surfing, I guess. It is a dangerous thing. You could drown. You could hurt yourself a number of ways, but the shark way is the least likely. So, don't, yeah, don't even factor that into it. It's, uh, so, the point is, everybody, do not go into the water. Don't go in the water. And you would... Says, especially not. Well, I wonder if you're if you if you're around one of these mating pool areas for sharks, is that a more or less safe time to be in the water? Because if they're so preoccupied with this whole song and dance number, maybe they don't even want to eat you. I think it seems like this thing is way too deep for it to affect humans. Like okay. you're not just going. You know, they, they, it's mostly. It, well, there's the no water. actual. I thought you were saying there's some diving, like there's some like breaching the surface. Well, no, I think it's more they just sort of go up towards the top and then they dive down 500 meters. So it's like. Oh, okay. That's not. That's you can't do that on the momentum from a jump. That's sort of swimming. Right. Right, what's a meter? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that like a mile? Just shy of a yard. Oh, okay. I know what a yard is. 500 meters is about a third of a mile. Oh. Now I feel like you're even more pretentious because you know the difference between all these things. You can calculate. Oh, yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's, uh, give me something. Give me a second. Let me think of something witty and then I cut out the space. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, give me like 20 minutes. Okay, okay. We're off. We're off. <laughs> all right, mics are off. Whenever you want to come back to it. Oh, yeah. Well,. Wait, hold on, I'm not really uh, <laughs> I'm brainstorming still. What's uh <laughs> That's the stalling for joke writing music we do. Oh yeah? Well oh, we hey I got this. Okay, right? go, go. I don't need a co writer, okay? <laughs>
It's like UCB 101. I don't need the help with improv. Yes, um, and you do. Listen. Oh, yeah? You know that? You know that? <laughs> Here it comes. You ready for this? Well, do you know who the fifth president of the United States of America was? No. Loser. Oh. Zing. <laughs> the father of a country, George Washington, was one. Then it was James Madison and Thomas Jefferson. Then it was James Madison and also James Monroe. John Quincy Adams was number six, you know. In case you needed that extra part. Wait, that was... That sounds like the beginning of a song or poem that you learned as a kid to learn all the... Can you do all of them? That wasn't right. I'm pretty sure. That wasn't correct, though. That is correct. The second president was Madison? The father of our country was George Washington was one. Oh, then it was John Adams. Yeah, okay. That's why I thought you were going to start naming all incorrect ones and still incorrect again. But it wasn't right now. The rest of them might have been actually. James not. Monroe was number five. Okay, I don't know. I can I can either confirm or deny that. I bet you can't name um, several movies that starred uh, <laughs> I, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> several. That's your poll for an American actor. That's your go-to. I bet you can't name. Okay, I'll go for both the Aladdins. You can't do that. There's three, you stupid idiot. Go back to <laughs> Japan. Are those straight to video? Uh, Robin, uh, Robin Hood was a nice stupid idiot or something. Uh, Aladdin, uh, The Return of Jafar was straight to video as well mm. as Aladdin and the 30-somethings. The 40 Thieves? It sounds, it sounds too Aladdin easy, Baba? though. What was the third one called? I don't know. Of course you don't know. Um, America. How can we not chant America? Uh, you, I don't like USA. I want to switch it to America. 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 It's hard to do a four-syllable chant, I think, with accent on the second syllable. <laughs> America. Uh, America. Uh, just America. Uh. <laughs> America. You, really need, you need the three-syllable chant so that the fourth thing can be a rest. Otherwise, it's just constant... America, America, America. <laughs> so you can't, it's a 4 4 chant. You can't have a 4. It's just, it just fills it up. Well, you're going to have to go into unconventional time signatures. Yeah, you get some like, <laughs> get some, like rush math rock stuff going. It's like some 9 8 5 4 bullshit. Yeah. I wish Brooks was here because I was watching a pro wrestling match recently and there was uh, uh, a bad, the bad guy was from, where is he from? Somewhere in Europe. I don't know where. And, uh, and then the good guy was from South Africa. Uh-huh. But they hate the bad guys, so they're chanting USA, USA. <laughs> but they didn't know that the other guy was from South Africa. <laughs> that was a good story, right? Yeah, I like it was it. one of the best. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, I think that's in the top three anecdotes we've had on the show so far. Easily. Oh, I like you again. We're cool. Easily. I'm not going to have you deported now. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got a story for, a story for us. Um, so, were you a good math student? I know you said you had to take no, biology I multiple times. I took algebra times. two and a half times. Also. Two and a half times for everything. Wow. wow, two and a half algebras, two and a half biologies. That's that's six lessons. Or algebra two, it took two and a half times. Oh, okay. I think algebra, I, I dropped it twice, though. Oh. So by the end of it, did you ever pass it or? I did. You did pass it. Okay. I went, well, to, I went to one of the, I saved my money and like at my school, there was, a, there was like an independent school that you could go to that would, uh, you could pay for your grade, you know? Do you ever hear something like this? No. You go to an independent school and like you get a private teacher and you work at your own pace and like everyone had like, oh, dude, because it costs a bunch of money to go. Like every class was, it's private classes. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, 
I got like the one guy who doesn't let you fuck around and just makes you know this stuff. And my, at the end, I paid my own money. I spent thousands of dollars on this for my own work money. And my mom like what? yelled the guy like, "You better pass." And my mom was not like she would not. She's not into shady business at all. Yeah. But at the end of the year, she was just like, "My son spent this much money. You better pay for the class, or wow. pay, let him pass it." I mean, this is your, Jew- this is your Jewish mother myself. we're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> wait, hold on a second. What? No, it's 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 my Muslim mother. <laughs> Yeah, my parents. It's a great house. It's a, a Jewish and a lesbian, uh, Jewish and a lesbian, <laughs> and a Muslim. <laughs> that got cancelled by Fox this season. Yeah, right? I'm and, pretty sure. And a pizza place. <laughs> they sold the and pizza place. It was a kosher pizza place. Uh, it was that. Yeah, oh, you've yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah. ABC Family Channel. <laughs> this, I love that SNL sketch about the spinoff that was just the pizza place. It got its own show. Oh, really? When they dropped the yeah. That's funny. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, it was a funny sketch. Um, the reason I asked about I math is math anxiety is a pretty common thing. Like a lot of people are are terrified of math, and as a result of that, they're bad at it because it's like a vicious cycle. Um, but it turns out, according to a recent study. Um, Math anxiety actually activates genuine pain networks in your brain. Like, math anxiety can induce actual physical pain symptoms. Uh, Yeah, worrying about a math test can quite literally hurt. The anticipation of doing math problems lights up pain networks in the brain for people with high levels of math anxiety, according to a new study. Um, A team of researchers identified 14 high math anxiety individuals, HMAs, and 14 low math math anxiety individuals based on their own assessment. And... um, they were given a series of word and math problems while a functional MRI machine measured their neural activity. Before each problem, a yellow circle or blue square would pop up on the screen for a few seconds to indicate whether they're about to do a math task or a word task. And when they were staring at that visual cue, that signaled a, that a, when they were looking at the one that signaled a math problem was coming, the high anxiety ones experienced a rush of activity in parts of the brain associated with pain perception, including dorsal posterior insula and mid cingulate cortex. See, I think I still rather have a test than say pain. Than have someone punching <laughs> you in the face repeatedly. Yeah, like <laughs> rather take or just test? pinning you down on the ground, <laughs> just grabbing your wrist. <laughs> I think I'd still rather go. Oh, I got a test tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna face some tricky arithmetic. But maybe it's, maybe they're equally bad to these people. I guess. Yeah, the brain scans showed that yeah those parts of the brain lit up that would be associated with genuine pain. And the higher their rating of their own math anxiety, the more such neural activity in their brain increased. Maybe that's what, like, you know, when you see some people who managed to resist torture, they were just going about it the wrong way. And maybe if John McCain <laughs> was sent an exam. Well, man, is an American hero, all right? Not gonna have you yeah, maybe he wouldn't have been if he'd been set an exam. <laughs> like, all it would have taken is just like putting some differential equations in front of him. And so like, he would have given I will tell you everything. Platoon mates, yeah. There's no secret so strong that I would rather do uh, differential. That's all I can pull is differential equations. Why is it the only difficult kind of math I can think of? Because it is the idea. All of the rest of it is easy. That's true. Most of the rest of it is pretty easy. Abstract algebra? No, thank you, Mr. Viet Cong. <laughs> um, I don't get the whole, like, uh, I always did. I was English was my thing, and, and I was really good at that. And math and science is not my thing. So I have a thing, but I'm not good at other things. That's my thing. Uh-huh. And, right. uh, <laughs> but I never got, like, people like... Uh, uh, my mom my mom would say, oh, Taylor's just not good at testing. And like things like... No, who is not good at testing? That's the test, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing to not be good? At? In the UK, do people say that kind of stuff? Like, it's yeah, there a thing. Are, yeah, there are people who used to like. I, to be honest, I was always 
I was always better in exams than I was at the coursework throughout the year. But I think that's just because I was lazy and exams you can't prepare for in the same way. Like you can't, you can't leave the writing of your exam to the last minute because you sit down in the yeah. same room and everyone tells you when to start writing. I'm the same way, I think. Yeah, I'm generally a, a, good, a good test taker. I had a geometry class in high school where the, te- the teacher, it was a cool teacher. Like he would like... Like, well, of course, because it was the geometry teacher. <laughs> yeah. He was such a douche. Everyone knows that's the I, I, teacher. He was such a douche. And like, uh, hey. he would, like flirt with the girls and stuff, but not in a creepy way, but it's oh, still a bit weird. I, I hate that. But it wasn't like, like this. It was, it was, I felt like it was weird. And he would, he would be like friends with him. He called him Josh. That was, he mm. called, Miz called him Josh. And uh, homework was extra credit. So, of course, I didn't know homework, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then like, I failed all the tests. <laughs> and then he told me that he's going to put his boot in my ass if I don't pass. I, I hate so, is he in a kind of flirtatious way? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm into that. Fuck yeah, boots in my ass. The teachers that are trying to be cool to their students, that's just the worst. Like that, oh, I hated that so much when they were obviously also concerned with the cool kids liking them, you know? Because they're still just people with, with egos and, yeah. Oh, Do you talk was... to any of your teachers from high school? No, really. I'm like friends with one of them on, on Facebook. I have, I really? Yeah, I'm Facebook friends with, with one of them and he he was... He was one of the better. Te- he was one of the math teachers, and that was the subject I wanted to do at university. And yeah. and he was one of the better teachers. He was good. And he also we used to talk politics in class. Oh, cool! He was a good teacher. But what were his politics? Relatively left wing. Yeah, and just you no. Know, he thought about stuff, and I probably didn't at that age. <laughs> yeah, I fought with a teacher. I was a Republican in high school, like any any good, <laughs> any good American. And uh, I remember fighting with. Uh, this is like Bowling for Columbine came out, and, and like uh, yeah. he was like crazy left wing, you know, it's the, like so liberal that even like now that I'm liberal, I was like stop it, yeah, you make yeah. us look bad, you know. Right, yeah. And uh, there was like a we, there was the the protest was going on like uh, this is like during the Iraq War start, and they had uh, so all the kids were having a walkout. And uh, like books, not bombs, and all this shit. Right, and right. I'm like, everyone's leaving class, so they don't have to go to class. Yeah, no one here not, cares that care. much about. And he yeah. was like, and there's a lot of teachers that are saying, if you walk out, you're gonna get, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have a quiz, and then you're gonna fail. Yeah, you're gonna fail whatever you're gonna miss, and then it's whatever. So many people left, but he was like, I'm not. If you guys leave, I don't, I'm, I don't care. And then he, yeah, uh, so he's like, he's like aiding and abetting what you perceive to be this. The sham of a protest. What's well, all I perceive is a super sham. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, even, yeah. Even if you agreed on it, you're just wasting taxpaying dollars. Like you're not helping, you're not helping anything by further. Any, you're just fucking yeah. up the public education system. Right, right. Then he told me at the end of the year that Hillary Clinton was a conservative. You'll come around, and I don't want to tell him that I'm. It's, he was right though, because that, that Hillary Clinton was a conservative. What? Oh, originally she was. You're saying yeah. she came around. I think I was kind of the same way because it was yeah. Growing going to high school in the early '90s was such a. Uh, crazy that the pendulum was swung so far the other direction that it was sort of easy to like think that the left stuff was ridiculous i think i was kind of i was definitely when i was younger like i grew up in a right-wing household my mum particularly like just reads bullshit newspapers yeah the daily mail any of our british listeners would be very familiar with believes everything in it so you know you grew up and that's the only newspaper it's like if you it's like being an american and only fox news is on oh whoa 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 Okay, it's not quite as bad as Fox News. making noises. But but yeah, so I I think it was only when I sort of, yeah, got into my late teens that I even started to question anything. But but liberals piss me off so much, I want to be Republican again. That's the thing is like, yeah, I think my dad is sort of the same way. I think like his Republicanism probably just comes as a reaction to the most extreme and silly of things on the left. You know, he just doesn't want to be associated with that kind of stuff. But not everyone... 
Just yeah, because you you're left leaning doesn't mean you have to do the same and be left wing because of the extreme and silly things on the right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but I mean, I was a little bit. I think also there was a little bit of like a chip on your shoulder as, like, I felt like this thing about I was like a white man. Like we don't get, you know, <laughs> the benefit of affirmative action. I'm not going to get into whatever the best school is because of. And then, yeah, because I guess you, you would perceive at that age, like, yeah, I guess When white- will tall white guys on the swim team finally get a break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not defending this. I'm just saying that was my, my thinking was sort of like, why am I paying the price for this, this system that's in place that I didn't put in place, you know, and like, why am I now having to pay the price for it? But I'm like, wait a second, over the 35 years of my life, like, I have been the beneficiary of so many huge advantages from being a white male. Like, I totally understand it now. Like, I had no right to complain about the few things that were, that I perceived to be these these slights. Like, yeah, we sort of realized actually it's kind of just so. slightly leveling to still yeah. not a fair playing field. Yeah, it's still not fair at Except all. Except if you're I, a comedian. Are you kidding me? That's a good point. I mean, there Being is... Being a white guy is the worst thing yeah, to be. Yeah. Casting-wise, how many... Sh- like, Nick Swartz has... I mean, every comic has stories about, like, uh, I heard about some things talking about how... Uh, uh, comic strip. I have a guy, a guy the exact same story a year ago. Auditioned the comic strip comedy club in New York. Yeah, you great, but we have enough. We have too many white yeah, guys. We got enough white guys. What is, what is this about? And then like yeah. they have that. They have all these like showcases uh, where you can be gay. I, I was joking with somebody, but not joking a little bit, saying. I'm, I'm just gonna say I'm gay to get on these like diversity yeah. showcases for like NBC and stuff. Then it turns out there's a comic who we all know who actually did that. Oh my god! <laughs> he didn't get past awesome. the first round. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, You're not going to say I really want to know We'll talk about this later No but actually That's funny Because someone was Complaining about how white The LA Podcast Festival Was that I was working on And uh, I mentioned that That someone tweeted that That it's all white men To another one of the Podcasters who was there And he was like Well yeah that's kind of Part of the reason That this medium has that that's because the, this industry there's enough white guys. So like, what do you do? Well, you do your own thing. You start up a podcast because like you're not you're getting enough doors shut in your face because there's enough of you. So you take to this thing that you can just put out yourself. And I was like, I guess that kind of makes sense. I'm not saying that, I don't know. I, I haven't looked at I haven't looked to see if I mean I do feel like if you look at the charts, like podcasting does seem to be kind of predominantly the domain of white dudes. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but like maybe that is a sort of a well, I guess. I'm not getting the things I want to get in general in this industry, so I'll just take matters into my own hands, you know? Neo-Nazis love podcasts. (laughs) Did we just turn super... I feel like that was a weird turn that I just said that. It was but someone else's the, opinion. It wasn't mine. I was repeating what he was saying. I don't know if it's true or not, but there so was So you were just kind of following orders? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, thank you for letting me borrow that Sean Hannity book. I really appreciate it. You know it. what? I was looking for that. I forgot that you still had it. Yeah, when yeah, when yeah. can I get that back? I have it in my, in my, uh, in my trunk next nice. to dead Mein black Com- people next to yeah. Mein Kampf and, uh, do you need me to add Schleier some more fuel to the cross there because it's just <laughs> starting to go out of it it's I can't stand it this time yeah. I like that we can just be real now like we're done with yeah, the silliness yeah, and yeah. that we're just being honest with each other yeah my fuel oh god it's it's really expensive to keep that thing going year round that, that cross I'd be surprised how much fuel that goes <laughs> anyway do you have a story for us Matt uh, I do well here's um it turns out that one of the causes of diabetes may be the flu virus. Um, it's like a, in diabetes, cells don't take sugar up from the blood, uh, which can happen because cells have lost sensitivity to hormone insulin, which is what's called type 2 diabetes, uh, which is linked to um, diet and lifestyle, uh, which is becoming the most common worldwide. There's another cause that uh, happens when the immune system de- destroys the pancreatic cells that produce insulin. Um, which people inherit a genetic predisposition for, and that's type 1 diabetes. 
Um, and uh, But that needs some kind of environmental trigger to make it appear. Since the 70s, researchers have suspected that viruses might provide that trigger. Um, because type 1 diabetes often sets in suddenly after an infection. So they, they looked into uh, enteroviruses and rotaviruses, um, but they still weren't sure. And then this um, Ilara Kapura, or Kap- sorry, Ilara Kapua of the World Organization for Animal Health Reference Lab for Bird Flu in Legnaro, Italy, together with her team, uh, they decided to infect turkeys with flu. I don't know if that was for an experiment or whether it was just, you know, like a Christmas prank. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they did it because they knew birds with, flus off, birds with flu often have an inflamed pancreas. Um, they found that many of them developed severe pancreatic damage and diabetes. And then they infected human pancreatic tissue with two common flu viruses. Both grew really well in the tissue, including an insulin-producing cell. Um, did everyone I- get uh, diabetes from Thanksgiving over there? That year, yeah, it was a terrible idea. They, you know what? I think since then they put in measures so that they keep the uh, experiment animals and the dinner animals separate. <laughs> That's been a real thing. That's why we stopped eating they monkeys. Just, they just right on their wi- and on rats. Their wings. That's why we don't eat monkeys or rats anyway. <laughs> just right on their wings in Sharpie. Dinner or <laughs> <Yeah>. experiment. <laughs> they shave it in their feathers. Yeah. <laughs> experiment. That's a lot of. Why is it why is my bit of turkey yeah. have mint written on the side of it? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, is this does this say that uh, they can point to? Have there been a lot of cases where they've seen first they've seen that a human who got diagnosed with it recently had? They're what, still not sure. No, I think this is still at the animal stage and the possible link uh, stage. But it looks like um, well, it looks like it might also cause heart attacks. Flu not good, guys. Flu is not good. Um, is it ironic that they're giving uh, flu to an, an an animal that can't fly? No, <laughs> it's just rubbing it in. Yeah. That's kind of like mean. It's bullyish. Well, it's, it's, that is. It's like past tense for a reason. Yeah. yeah. The second um, it's not now. It's not flying. You won't fly. The second those animals gain a sense of wordplay, they're going to be sorely <laughs> aggrieved. That's the best way to insult a, a landborn um, avian yeah. species. Although this this is in, this is in Italy, so they'll have different words. So it's fine. I don't know what. Hey, <laughs> you saying I can't fly? Come on! You ever tried to? Oh, that was weird. Where did, where did one of those Italian, Italian turkeys, turkeys just come from? In here. That, and somehow close enough to Andy's microphone that it that's, picked up. That's a, <laughs> that's a spicy podcast. Do you ever try to like explain one of your pun jokes? I mean, you might be classier <laughs> comedians than I am. All I have is pun jokes. Do you ever try to explain or ch- explain a pun in general to a person from a different country, and they just think you're stu- in the conversation? <laughs> you say something silly, like you know you're being it's stupid funny, right, yeah. and they just don't understand. You try and explain it, but they they're acting like you're the asshole. Like, hey, I'm yeah. the one speaking the right language yeah. here. Well, the worst one is I think if you start doing something that's a joke and someone doesn't realize and takes it at face value, and then you have that judgment call to go. Do I then go? Do I just go? Ah, I was just kidding, and look like a dick, or do I keep going with the joke until it becomes obvious that it's a joke? Spoken, but then, if it doesn't, then it's that's a, my whole life. Spoken like a true Jew. That's my entire life. My entire. <laughs> I saw what you did there. Yes, okay, yeah, with the joke. Except in your case, it isn't a joke, right? Oh, you mean no, Jewish? <laughs> no, I have to like. Do I do I say I was just kidding, and then have them, have them go? Oh, or you, would you were double being down. Funny? Or you double down, which is very risky because you keep going. You want to make it so cartoonish that they know you're doing it. Because I've done that, but if they don't, if they don't, then you're fucked. So you either say, am I willing to say that, oh, I'm not funny? Or you don't think I'm funny? Or you let them think you're weird. That happens too. Like, if you're not saying mean things, like, I'd rather people think I'm weird than not funny. 
I went to Israel. You're saying the doubling down is the weird one. No, I uh, saying doubling down having that fail would be. Well, double down is another alternative. Another alternative is not addressing that you were joking. Okay. Like when I talked about like if I talk to someone about like yeah I murdered a guy and then they're like yeah and I was like yeah I'd, yeah and then I, I walk away. Okay, I see. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's a bad. It's not like a good example, but like no, uh, but like you'd rather not explain that the joke failed and just have it be a non sequitur. So they get mad at you too because then they're like they they feel like you they feel stupid because like you're obviously right. you're a professional comedian and that they're you're making them feel dumb. So like you not, couldn't understand this, but I was what I was doing right there was yeah. joking, which I do for a living. It's hard being a really intelligent, <laughs> hilarious person, you know, who's failed every class that you've mentioned. Let's talk about asking about English, man. Oh man, are you good at English? So good. I what was say. your favorite book? And I say read. Don't spread, hey. don't spread rumors about me. You can just speak the language, is what you're saying. You can capably speak the language. Honestly, favorite book of all time? Yeah. Uh, the novelization of D three, the Muddy Ducks. <laughs> Have you read it? No. Oh man, Is it <laughs> Averman, bro. I, how did I miss? I keep. I mean, that's the only one of the series I didn't read. I don't know how I missed that one. But. Averman was in my acting class. That was weird. That's. I don't know who Aver. Is that one of the are you characters? Or I've never seen any of the Muddy Ducks movies. How are you ever gonna? How are you in show business? You're so lucky that. <laughs> Oh, man. But I haven't you're been lucky you're funny a, and you're a nice guy. Who... Otherwise, people would never give you a chance. If I had known this, I would not be here, honestly. Is that, I did, that I'd never seen the Mighty Ducks movie? That's, like, disgusting. That's like saying, have you never uh, read one of Bill O'Reilly's books? I, uh, by, by, by rule, I have a standing rule that I don't see any movies that cause the creation of actual professional sports franchises. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> It's my only rule. It doesn't come into play very often, but <laughs> yeah, if ever a movie has a spin-off uh, sports team, uh, no thank you. That is bizarre, isn't it? That that actually turned into it. It's a, the a weirdest team. thing ever. It's the weirdest. Yeah, I can't think of what that would be like. But that would be like uh, if something the else from a news, movie uh, turned the into Chica- uh, the Chicago Bad News exactly. Bears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad idea, actually. I'm surprised someone hasn't tried to. Uh... Let's do another one. Let's let's, let's spend an hour thinking of other things <laughs> nice. that could be teams. From... That's the thinking for of a, of a good joke music. The, the Predators. <laughs> what city would they be from? Oh wait, that wasn't a team. That was just a movie called Predator. Um, from. Uh, if you uh, isn't there a Predator? Is there some kind of like pros? There's got to be like a pro lacrosse team called the Predators or something. Some second or third tier I think sport. that's just what they get convicted of. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those laxers. Nice. Those laxers. They, uh... What school was that? What? what oh, the Duke team. Oh. Yeah, but that wasn't... That, that was another Duke. weird thing right. where, like, didn't that turn out to be not the case? Yeah. yeah. They, got, they were found not guilty, but they I I, they for know. sure have probably have had sex with drunk, passed out Right. Girls. I mean, if there was a conviction, if being but a douchebag douche was a felony, they definitely would all be in prison. Yeah. There, there's no doubt about that part of it, but... But um, well, has it my turn for a story here? I forgot. I believe it is. If oh, you have nice. a story to share with us, I do indeed. Um, let's see which of these I liked more. <laughs> this is not going to devolve into anything related to our running joke. Um, but a uh, Jews. A recent study shows that scarcity of money, time, food, or anything else focuses the mind on immediate concerns and discourages taking a broader perspective. Um, so this scarcity mindset helps to explain why poor people often save too little and borrow too much, and it presents policymakers with an opening to encourage better financial decisions among low-income individuals, according to a new study. Um, let's see. And this was done 
at the University of Chicago, where a psychologist, Anuj Shah, um, did this study. Well, Not a Jew. Not a Jew. When money is scarce, each current expense looms large and draws attention away from less press- pressing expenses, says that psychologist. For instance, poor people tend to focus on how to pay for groceries today while neglecting to budget for their next rent payment. And this was uh, from a story that came out in the November 1st issue of Science. For the study, they did. Uh, they had a group of volunteers who received generous or limited amounts of time and numbers of tries on lab games. And the participants were mostly in their late 20s and early 30s. They were recruited from an online site for job seekers. Quote, unquote, poor players spent more time on each choice or action in a game, resulting in lower scores on tests of alertness afterward. Um, given the opportunity during games, these players borrowed a larger proportion of time or tries against their starting amounts than, quote, rich players did. Uh, in one experiment, players received 15 seconds or 50 seconds of time per round in a trivia game. Each round consisted of guessing the five most popular sur- survey responses to questions such as name things you take on a picnic. So it was like family feud style. Um, and some participants could borrow additional seconds while playing but lost the same number or double the number of borrowed seconds later in the game. And rich players outscored poor players. Um, having an, an option to borrow didn't affect the rich player's score. So the poor players scored lower when they could, when they could borrow, especially if they returned twice what they borrowed. So the results of the test suggest that scarcity of any kind creates a tendency to borrow a needed resource without thinking through the costs and benefits of that strategy. So this would, you know, this would kind of, in the real world, point to, um, you know, pay, paycheck, and- yeah, paycheck cashing places and those ads that uh, Montel Williams does for <laughs> Money Mutual, whatever that is. So, yeah, don't be poor, I guess, is the point of this. Oh, summer. why didn't anyone tell <laughs> yeah, me that? Yeah, it's not a good thing to be poor because then you're going to make Because if you're bad poor, you're in serious danger of becoming poor. Yeah, that's really <laughs> what it is. But uh, I guess, I mean, it, the, maybe it's not even that, it's not that groundbreaking, really. It's pretty intuitive. I guess when stuff is pressing, you're going to be more concerned with the immediate things that you have to do, and, and you're not going to be thinking about long term consequences. But uh, why don't they just call their mom and ask her for money? Yeah, I don't understand why they don't just, Win, just right? move back home for a little while. Yeah, just stay in the guest house, right? Yeah, move back. Yeah. You know, just get just, like a part time job in the family business. Yeah. Why yeah. can't you just have your, have your dad hand over the car dealership to you? Why they should just save their bar mitzvah money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what they don't know is that you can have your bar mitzvah at any age, so you should just say like, and you can every, just keep redoing it. Well, I don't know if you can. I think you get to, at like ninety or something. You get to do it again. There's some some rule. Really, it's a yeah. loophole. Wow. So I don't know if they get like ten thousand dollars for a DJ set. Also, but <laughs> have you ever met anyone who's had a bar mitzvah who did not buy a G- DJ set with all their money? I never knew that was I, a stereotype. I, did, about- I didn't buy a DJ set. You didn't have a bar mitzvah then. I did have a mitzvah. No, you didn't. You're, I didn't buy a DJ. None of my friends did either. Did you? Uh, I don't know any friends who had who. But maybe there's an American bar mitzvah. <laughs> you never. Everyone get, wants to be a rapper. Every 13 year old Jew wants to be a rapper, and it's a DJ set. Huh. So your parents let you? Ha- I don't really know what the protocol is. Like, is know, how, usual... how old are you though? 26. Okay, I'm 32. So there's a. Maybe that started in the. Maybe 20th somewhere century. in the six years between our. Yeah. Oh, you would have been. Oh my God, you were 13 in like 99. That's crazy. Well, you and Brooks are about the same age. Yeah. Them. That's that's nuts to think about. So yeah, you were watching. You probably saw. You probably got all excited about Star Wars Episode One. No, you didn't at all. No, nothing really. I got excited. I was uh, I was twenty two at the time. I got excited about uh, Dumb and Dumber when Harry met Lloyd. That <laughs> that didn't work out. The one that has none of the original cast members. But it has Shia LaBeouf. Oh really? 
I didn't know that. Yeah, his greatest one is his greatest uh, works. Did you see that YouTube music video he's in, or is like a short film where he's naked? What? No, it's weird. Google, Google, Google. Uh, some reason on YouTube, he's allowed to show his dick on YouTube. Not really, right? I, it's real life. Looking it up. It's like an artistic, now. like. Uh, is it, is it not, are you sure it's not like a stunt dick? Trust me, I watched it thirty times. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely to try and get onto the diversity show. To try to get, I'm trying to get on Even Stevens. <laughs> so in case I ever run into him, I'll be like, oh man, I loved your work in that thing where you're naked. Oh wait, it's a video for Sugar Rose or however you say it. Is that what you were saying? Uh, something it's a like music that. video for a band. Yeah, he's like completely naked, and the chick is naked too. I'm looking but, it up. But who wants to see that? So what I was going to ask you though, I don't know much about the protocol of um, of uh, like what the stereotypes of bar mitzvahs are as far as what you do with the money. Like I thought maybe your parents would not even let you have access to it until you're older. They just put it in an account or something. But Matt knows better than I do. I didn't have bar mitzvah when I was 13 because I make bad decisions in my life. I was like, I don't want to do all that work. Then I found <laughs> out that everyone gets like t- everyone has rich Jewish relatives. So no matter how poor you are, I was not rich. But we all have rich relatives. I could, I would have gotten ten thousand dollars for sure. Really, and it's never presents. It's always just checks. And it's presents as well. Money, but you get like you get the cool stuff. You have the coolest party. You get hooked up. Huh. So did you? So Matt, you did have a bar mitzvah. You said I did have a mitzvah. Did not buy a DJ set. No. What did you do with the money? Uh, I don't know. It just set an it set an account for a while, and it's been used at various times. You still have the money. Some of it, there's a little bit of it left over. <laughs> I don't understand how money works. Like when you like, when you say like money, like you get more money. Like does it, you have money from before? But it's like if someone's like I'm gonna use, like people have like you don't in, understand how interest go-go. works. Well, no, right. <laughs> but like if someone's like Indiegogo or one of these stupid things, you know, like right. oh I'm gonna use this money for this and use my. But what money is the difference? Right, money is money. Like money once is, it's in the account, it's just money. Yeah, is that you're saying it's like my parents these days, like for you know birthdays and Christmas and stuff. I, I can never think of like, like tell us something you want. Like I don't know, so they just this, give mean, me a check sometimes. But then they want to know what I spent it on. Like it just kind of it went in the coffers. I don't know. Well, that's it the same thing they have with government money as well. They sort of go, yeah, th- we're cutting this money, and this money's going to get used to fund healthcare, yeah. education, or, yeah, or the military. Just go, it's just money. Just goes into the same hole, and then the stuff's drawn out from it. It's just right. Yeah, like it's just, just one column going down and one column going up. Yep, and yep. use this money. Like my family, my mom uh, gave me money. She's like, you have to use this to. Uh, to uh, uh, to fix your car, but then I use that to fix my car. But then I I have other money that I didn't use for that, so I'm going to use that to buy Xbox games. Right, right, I, I don't yeah. Have an Xbox. No, it's yeah, it exactly. My mom doesn't send me money either. But like, you know what I mean? You don't even have a car. I don't have a car. I'm not even Jewish, you guys. I'm just... <laughs> this whole episode's been a sham. Jeez. I'm not even Taylor Williamson. What? Mind blown. My mind just. Okay, wait. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf naked. You got to sign into YouTube to see this one. You got to. But how is that legal? I don't want to put my name on the register. Yep. Matt Kirsten. Sign me up. Matt Kirsten at aol dot um, <laughs> dot uk. <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't that annoying that you guys have to write three extra letters? Yeah, it's dot co uk in the uk for some reason. But why? I don't know. Are you allowed to access dot com websites in in, yeah. in England? <laughs> You're allowed to. <laughs> you can, although at one point, like Hotmail would only, at one point would only let you sign up to a Hotmail UK address if you were signing up in the UK. Wow. But what about like MattKirshen dot com? Is that your website? That's it. That is my website. Are you also dot co dot UK? No, I don't have that as well. But that'd be stupid, right? Yeah, I kind of figured that it, like if I got dot com, then everything will go to that. But what if someone wants to sabotage you and take macrosion.co.uk? Then they can do that, and let's hope more people find dot com than dot co.uk. I do know some people who bought up, particularly <laughs> before search engines worked as well. Like I know people who bought up 
loads of like they bought up .com and .co.uk and .biz and .net and then various different spellings as well in case someone gets <laughs> their name wrong and, and you just go well maybe if someone's just typing out an email and just write uh, to that mattkirchner.co.uk then it won't get to me but it would if I bought everything but I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> and nowadays, nowadays with Google and everything, if you just put in my name, it also completes, and then it suggests that as the top thing. It's just, it does it. Right. I know a very vengeful, spiteful, insane comedian man. That's pretty much all of them, I guess. <laughs> and uh, he has someone that who he hates who's just a, a person, but like he felt wronged by them, which for something so stupid. Uh-huh. And uh, he registered her website. He waited. He made sure that once her domain went up for resale, that he she, he registered it. So he just registered her website dot com. Wow! Isn't that crazy? Someone's that yeah. evil and just like. I think you could even get. I think uh, courts have denied people like cyber squatters uh, because if you registered a domain, have no purpose for. Like I think somebody registered yeah, dot com and it's a pain to get it, it back, but it is possible. Yeah, yeah, when people sort of register famous Obviously in the hopes later on someone they're gonna extort that money is so well, I like I happen to just like the sound of the words Metallica. <laughs> right. It just right. sounds right. It's not Metallica, it's me Talic <laughs> California. So that's why I've got the official Metallica the Band's website dot com. All right, you guys. I've spent the last uh, minute or two trying to find Shia LaBeouf's video. No sign of. It. I mean, like, there's signs of it, but nobody actually has the original thing. It's on YouTube. It's gonna have to. W- no, all the YouTube things are just like stories, like videos, where people are trying to get the hits, where they're just talking about the video, and they'll just show like uh, a censored still. I from watched it. it. But that's a real. That's a crushing today. disappointment for this science podcast. <laughs> we don't have. Why do I? I, I hate Shia LaBeouf. Go to Why Google I, and type in Shia LaBeouf. Well, don't say that. He might be listening. That's true. Shia LaBeouf, if you Shia, are listening, Andy doesn't mean that, and please send us a picture of your penis. I, there's some blog. So that we can save Andy this trouble and we can get back onto the show. I had to do this in incognito mode in Chrome. <laughs> so it wouldn't constantly come <laughs> I just don't want to be that, yeah. It's, it's Is it be. weird that I'm... You may also like... <laughs> <laughs> you like Shia LaBeouf naked, wait till you see Scott Bayo naked. <laughs> Who's back, by the way. Isn't that great that now he has a sitcom? Does he? Uh, really? By the way, uh, Mark Price, a.k.a. Skippy from Family Ties, just liked my status update. Nice. Isn't he doing a new um, sort of daily... Um, I forgot if it's a radio show or... Scott Bayo? No, I think Mark Price, Skippy from Family Ties, is doing... Um, well, we have gone way we've off gone topic. Way we off have topic. gone so far off topic. Uh, and we've also run out of science stories, I believe. We have. We, I believe that's uh, that's it. But, we, um, Taylor, do you have any shows go. coming up you want the audience to... Um, well, uh, uh, Thursday through Saturday, I'll be in Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Comedy Cafe. So What are the dates on those, though? That's uh, three days ago to five days oh, ago. okay. So it's too late. Um... And then, uh, How did the shows go? Oh, they were really good. You know, like there's some of the some of the crowds were like a little like drinking a little too much. The Friday late show, you know how that is. That's but, Milwaukee. Like, yeah, beautiful Vintage woman. Milwaukee. Oh man, first time there, the woman was so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like something a little too much beauty, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, let's watch the cheese the cheese balls. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. You're starting to look cheese like balls. a cheese ball, <laughs> but most people really though. This is it's a stereotype about Wisconsin. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. women, and uh, very great audiences. And uh, were they upset about the uh, the results of the election? No, they were happy. They were, they were, they good, were, they were good. They were Rom- okay. They were, Romney, the right man won, and yeah. Romney's going to do a great job. And the people who weren't for him, you know what? They're, they're getting behind him because he's, the, he's, our, he's our leader. Whether you like it or not, he's our leader. Yeah, it's a time of healing. Let's come together. Let's we're reach across Americans. the aisle. Yeah, yeah, it's time. So 
it was really special, you know, and yeah. like, uh, and people kept saying how funny my new album, Laughter I Hardly Know Her Is, that's available, available on iTunes so, and, and Amazon. Like, they <laughs> was like, that's so funny. And I was like, thank you. They would not stop, though. They're like, this is so funny. I mean, I like the joke. We do the thing. I'm like, don't spoil it for and I wonder if, God, that's, I mean, you I should probably stop you because you're talking about it now, uh, but the listeners at home wouldn't be able to hear that album, would they? Unless there's just some way that they could also get it? Well, they could go to your house and uh, listen to it. I know you, I, you, oh, you oh, told yeah, me that you... one of my many, many copies. Uh, oh. You told me, hey, I appreciate it. You bought like 20 copies. I'm just, the reason it charted. <laughs> and I really appreciate I'm the reason you're so, the new number one single. Thank you. My single. On the hit parade. My single. <laughs> I, I, did, I did a rap song to help promote it. You know what I mean? Like Chris Rock <laughs> did that. Jeff Fox really had a song. Dennis Leary had a song. I have a rap song on my album. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty hot. It's a hot track. Rob, uh, Roddy Dangerfield uh, did a great rap in Rodney. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's worth looking up on YouTube. Yeah. After you finish checking out Shia LaBeouf's Dong, uh, look up Roddy Dangerfield. Watch them both side by side and just imagine... <laughs> Is it weird that it bothers me? Like, I want to help you find this, but the, the, quick, the quicker I... What if I, I found, I found it, it in 10 it. seconds, I I which I think it. I could? No, I think I found it. I could just yeah. go to my uh, favorite places on AOL. Did I make that joke already? Um, <laughs> anyways. So, well, listen, fuck. Uh, buy, buy Taylor's album. Follow you on Twitter. What, what's your Twitter handle? Is it just at Taylor Williamson? Uh, Taylor Comedy. At Taylor Comedy. And... Uh, uh, TaylorWilliamson.com and there's information on there uh, I want to say thank you guys for having me dude I enjoy your show listening to several episodes it's pretty good for somebody who, d- who doesn't do anything thank you know? you. <laughs> you know and uh, and uh, I'm really glad thank you for uh, following through with my demands of not allowing Brooks to be here cause oh yeah yeah so you, you gotta do. keep you guys apart um as as always, uh, any questions, comments, clarifications, stories you think we should cover, or just pictures of Shia LaBeouf's penis, yep. uh, send, send them to probablyscience at gmail.com or tweet at probablyscience or probablyscience on Tumblr. Um, and go on iTunes and write nice things under our episode. Like rate, you can rate the whole podcast and you can also rate individual episodes. And each oh, of those, you can. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. and each of those help boost our numbers and let other people find out about us so please go and do that and, and, and write nice comments once again uh, tweet at probably science to tell us your favorite three guests you've ever had in the show so that we can use that info for an upcoming special thing that still is in the works and my, go to my, my twitter and sponsor me for growing a charity mustache oh yeah that's oh, true I like it. November's okay. going strong it's, looking, <laughs> it's filled in so much since last week it has it's hasn't it it's unrecognizable changed. By yeah. the way, uh, Groucho Marx over here. Don't go to university and hook up with a girl on uh, November 30th, I learned, because that's weird. Wait, what? Girls do, like, no shave November. Oh, like the opposite, or the same, I guess, as guys, but they do it everywhere else. It's just disgusting. The whole body. Do you really find it disgusting? They grow out their mustaches. <laughs> it's adorable. Do you actually find, do you, do you care if a woman shaves her legs and armpits and stuff? I mean, I, I've never had to be like, hey, babe, fucking hey, shave your pits. Take care of that. <laughs> Has there ever been a conversation yeah. that I've had? I would just, I would, uh, if it wasn't a thing, I, I don't like makeup. I, oh, like, really? I'm, I'm not sexist in that category. Like, I'd prefer I'm no makeup. I'm with you. No, I think I'm, I'm with you on that, yeah. But uh, I, I just, because of what I'm used to, I'd be very confused and unsure of my, I, I yeah. can't, I don't, want, I don't want a girl to have hairy armpits just because I've, my entire life, I've never had to deal with that. So yeah. it'd be unusual to me. I don't want her to be Jewish or a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> or any accent. Or wear, a, wear an unfamiliar hat. <laughs> I'm not... Hats are fucking lame, bro. I don't, if she ever has a hat, I'm like, you're out. Sorry, Ella McPherson or any other <laughs> hot model from 1994. I can reference. <laughs> you're, you and your hat. Yeah. And on that no, bombshell, thank you. on that note, 
Ladies, don't wear a hat, but do listen to Probably Science. Tell your friends. And shave your legs, for God's sake. Shave, really? Shave really? Come on. Come on. For the least you can do. Thank you for listening. If you want to be with Taylor. <laughs> if you you want to get with his friends from Take off your hat. Making loves forever. Friendship never ends. You want to you wanna sick his Yeah. Ah. Oh, I can't believe we're finishing yet another oh. episode with a Spice Girl quote. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening.